It's your boy Dreams from the Notorious Mass Effect, and I'm here to let you know you're holding yourself back. Like this show and want to make your own? Let me tell you about Anchor. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Now, you can even add songs from Spotify directly to your episodes. The possibilities are endless for what you can create. Whether it's music analysis or your own radio show or something that the world's never even heard before, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you. So it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership for the newbies out there. <laughs> it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Let me say that again for the people in the back. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started so you can start affecting the masses. And remember your boy Dreams believed in you before you even started your show. So please don't switch up on me. Remember me when you make it to the top. That's all I ask. I've been dead for years. All my suffering is really getting under my skin. Now, if you couldn't make you couldn't make up a worse title if you tried to. Like if you intentionally tried to negatively influence the Juice World fan base. I don't think you can do any better than naming a track already dead when Juice World is in fact. You could probably guess. I'm not gonna say it because I mean it's, li- it's literally laid out for you to put the two and two together. So I'm just gonna let the people who actually know about Juice World put put those pieces together. But basically, as well, I would say I was a huge a huge Juice World fan, and then I kind of was more into the process of how labels get paid and how lawyers and people around in Juice World's team kind of eats off of him and it's it's to a point where a hip-hop artist is the money maker and they are viewed as such if they die the money still comes in but to different people now of course juice world has his uh estate i think that's how you say where his family takes over his portion of what he usually gets as far as uh royalties and extra things that come along with the record deal but on the other hand you never know the actual contract and what juice world was getting in the first place and most artists that are coming up in the industry do not have the most lucrative deal their deals i've talked i've went over this with the summer walker uh walker situation but basically labels job is to put you in debt in a way that you can never overcome and that doesn't mean like oh you're just dead broke and homeless it means okay we're going to give you this hundred thousand dollar loan and we're going to call it a signing bonus but when the time comes we're going to point to the contract and say hey right here you signed this and it said you will pay us back for this expense and that expense and basically the label the hip-hop genre would not be what it was if it wasn't for labels trying to get over on young naive and sometimes ignorant hip-hop artists now for juice world i'm not saying that's the case but honestly with the title called already dead and you know in the state of juice world is kind of 
for me as a Juice World fan, is is leaning towards more of like what's the word I'm looking for? More of like taking advantage than actually trying to showcase someone's art. It's like an exploitation. I think that's the word I'm trying to use. But with Juice World, he's already passed away, so it's kind of like it's up to his the person he signed, which I believe is Little Bibby, and his label that he signed to, which I don't know the actual label he signed to, off the top of my head. Oh, Interscope. Okay, so. And the reason I know that is because the actual album, this is a single to an upcoming album called Fighting Demons out December 10th. So this album is coming out pretty soon. Well, I say soon. It's coming out next month. But honestly, with Juice World, the type of buildup that you could have with the album with the album is different from a type of buildup you can have for another artist type album. Because because Juice World is a really like I don't know if I've said it more than once, but <laughs> my biggest segment has been talking about Juice World and his Legends Never Die album. I think it was the album review, or I think it was the album review Legend when I did the review over Legends Never Die that did the most streams ever on my podcast. So Juice World's fan base is one of the biggest fan bases just in music period not even hip-hop none of that like just genre period like music wise juice world has one of the best fan bases in in music music so with drake doing over 600,000 first week i would assume with this being the second post hummus album for juice world Maybe there's a little drop off. I don't, off the top of my head, I can't tell you how much Legends Never Die sold first week. But I can tell you that Fighting Demons will prob- probably sell over 200,000 first week. Those are just the type of numbers that Juice World brings in. And I believe that he will keep up that same level of analytics as... Well, it, it really depends on, hit, on how this track does. Because, call me naive, but I don't see Juice World fans taking this track to number one or even to top five. This track, getting into the uh, quality of it now, it is very depressing. <laughs> I don't know any other way to put it. This is depressing. The type of substance, the type of message that Juice is seemingly trying to get across is very disturbing. Whenever somebody dies from drug overdose, you don't want to put out a track called Already Dead with him talking about his battle with addiction. Like, we already know his battle with addiction. If you don't have any type of substance to give us besides him dying of drugs, then I would rather you not put out post-hummus music for Juice World. Actually promoting his lack of self-control with medicine and, and drugs isn't 
uh, PSA to not do drugs. It's a way to capitalize off of somebody's downfall. It's not really a... It would only be a PSA if you wouldn't think that the label was making money from it. And I know that probably doesn't make any sense to somebody who's like, well, I like hearing Juice World's music and they're giving it to me. Interscope is making so much money off of Juice World's music, it's unfathomable. Did I say that right? Hopefully. Anyways, let me keep... keep I'm going to continue, continue with my serious point. Because <laughs> I'm getting to a point. But anyways... This post-hummus album is going to make Interscope a lot of money. And it's not because they care about Juice World. It's not because, oh, his story needs to be told. It's because his fan base is one of the biggest in music, period. And that's the reason he's getting a second post-hummus album. Because that's not normal for, for artists to get that type of exposure. But it just shows you how the label thinks, what the label thinks of Juice World, And I'm really looking at Little Bibby to be like, does Little Bibby sign off on all of these releases, like, already dead? Like, did Little Bibby think, look at that and say, like, oh, this is the perfect single to put out for Juice World? Like, what, what in the, who in the right mind is, is signing these releases? Like, I don't understand the type of label that would benefit off of somebody's drug addiction. And you're talking to like, this is a huge, I'm a huge Juice World fan. Like when Juice World died, the year before that, he was my number one artist I ever listened to. And like five years before that, it was just all Drake. Y'all know how I talk about Drake. Juice World came into the game. Two years later, he was the, I was listening to him more than any other artist. He passes away. I still listen to him. Than any, I still listen to him more than any other artist. But then I, I really started to not like protect myself, but I really didn't want to get into some of the messages that Juice World was giving posthumously because it was just like this is almost like a cry for help in the music, which I already knew that, but after he dies from music, not music dies from drug overdose is kind of like okay well that's where his story ended but the label is now trying to put out more music where he's going deeper into his depression with overdosing on medicine for me that's just not it so as a juice world fan i just i really can't i can't even say i'm excited for the album like i'll probably cover it when it comes out because it's just like what else am I gonna like? The, my most, my biggest segment ever on my podcast is me talking about Juice World. For me as a fan, it's not entertaining to talk about your favorite artist dying because of overdose. So whenever I talk about Juice World, is I'm just gonna keep repeating my point of the way the label is exploiting Juice World's addiction that led to him dying in a way that's really distasteful it's not it really shouldn't be tolerated but i guess if juice world fans like it if this ends up going top five or number one on billboard top 100 then i guess the label is not going to stop anytime soon but click my link tree in my bio let me know on one of my social medias what do you think of juice world's new single called already dead and what do you think of the new album 
the upcoming album, Fighting Demons, December 10th.